0: Welcome to Drug Cards Daily, the show that delivers drug card information to you in a bite-sized format for all you busy students and healthcare professionals. Make sure to check us out at DrugCardsDaily.com and please subscribe to the podcast and remember to download each episode. Before we begin, just a quick word from today's sponsor. Today we're going to go over Fluticazone. Some of the brand names are Flovent HFA. Flovent Discus, Arnuity Ellipta, and Armin-Air Digihaler. The therapeutic category is that it's an inhaled corticosteroid, or ICS as abbreviated. The main indication is for asthma. Flovent variations are used as daily maintenance therapy in the treatment of asthma for patients four years of age or older. The exception is the Armin-Air Digihaler, which is approved for ages 12 years and up. This medication cannot be used for the relief of acute bronchospasms. One of the off-label uses is in stable chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, as well as esophilic esophagitis. The dosage form, strength, and dosing. So the dosage form and strength is that this comes as an inhaler. The aerosol inhalation form is the propionate. The brand name is the Flovent HFA. It comes in a 44 microgram per actuation strength, as well as a 110 microgram per actuation and 220 micrograms per actuation. The aerosol powder breath activated inhalation form is the furorite. The brand name is the Arnuity Ellipta. It comes in two different concentrations. There's the 50 microgram per actuation and the 100 microgram per actuation. The next is the aerosol powder breath activated inhalation that is the propionate form. The names are, there's the Flovent Discus. It comes in a 50 microgram per blister, a 100 microgram per blister, and 250 microgram per blister strength. There's also the Armin Air Digihaler. It comes in a 55 microgram per actuation strength, as well as a 113 microgram per actuation, and a 232 microgram per actuation strength. The dosing for asthma in children that are greater than or equal to 4 years of age Um, that is specific to the Flovent Discus and Flovent HFA. The dosing for greater than 12 years of age and older, that would be specific to the Armin Air DigiHiller. So there's a few points to go over when dosing for asthma. When initiating the dosing, you titrate dosing to the lowest effective dose in which stability in the patient's asthma is achieved. And then some other points to think about when it comes to the inhalers are you think about the different salt forms. So there's the furoate or the propionate. And you also want to think about the two different types of inhalers. There's a dry powder inhaler or a DPI or a meter dose inhaler or an MDI. So there are several dry powder inhalers. There's two that are the furoate form. There's the Arnuity Ellipta and the Armon Air digihaler, and then there's one that's the propionate, that's a dry powder inhaler, that's the Flovent Discus. When it comes to a meter dose inhaler, the main one is the Flovent HFA, which is a propionate salt. So it's important to note that the initial dosing begins with one to four inhalations per day, and that depends on the strength, with an increase in dose every one to two weeks if adequate response is not achieved. Let's go over the Arnuity Ellipta, which is the fluticasone furoate form, and it's also a dry powder inhaler. So for patients with no prior ICS treatment, the dosing is 100 micrograms once daily, with 200 micrograms per day max. If the patient had prior ICS treatment, the dosing is 100 to 200 micrograms once daily, with 200 micrograms per day as the max. According to the GINA 2020 guidelines, fluticasone furoate, or the dry powdered inhaler, a low dose is considered the 100 micrograms per day, while a high dose is the 200 micrograms per day. Next is the Arm Air digihaler, or the fluticasone propionate form, which is also a dry powder inhaler. So for patients that have no prior ICS treatment, the dosing is 55 micrograms twice daily, with 232 micrograms twice daily being the max. If there was prior ICS treatment, the dosing is 55 to 232 micrograms twice daily, with 232 micrograms twice daily being the max again. Now covering the Flovent HFA, which is also a fluticasone propionate, but this is a meter dose inhaler. So if there was no prior ICS treatment, the dosing is 88 micrograms twice daily, with 880 micrograms twice daily being the max. So, for patients using Flovent HFA, the meter dose inhaler, with no prior ICS treatment, there are several different categories in terms of the asthma severity. So, for mild asthma, the dosing range is between 100 and 250 micrograms twice daily. For moderate asthma, the range is 250 to 500 micrograms twice daily. In severe asthma, it's 500 micrograms twice daily and for very severe it's up to 1000 micrograms twice daily. An important note is that the GINA 2020 guidelines, they classify it a little differently. A low dose is considered between 88 to 250 micrograms daily. A medium dose is greater than 250 micrograms to 500 micrograms per day and a high dose is considered greater than 500 micrograms per day. Now moving on to the vent Discus, or the Fluticasone Propionate Dry Powder Inhaler. So for the Fluticasone Propionate Dry Powder Inhaler, there are also several different categories when it comes to the severity of asthma and the dosing ranges. So in mild asthma, The range is between 100 and 250 micrograms twice daily. For moderate asthma, the range is between 250 and 500 micrograms twice daily. In severe asthma, the dosing is 500 micrograms twice daily. And in very severe patients, it's 1,000 micrograms twice daily. Once again, the GINA 2020 guidelines will have its own dosing ranges and it is the same as previously mentioned. Now the dosing for asthma and pediatrics, this will not be covered, so please refer to the GINA guidelines. And there are two off-label dosings, so I want to discuss in COPD the dosing. Um, Once again, it's not going to be covered, so in this case you follow the gold guidelines for all the full details, but I did want to briefly mention that the typical dosing is between 50 to 500 micrograms per day. And this is used as a component of a dual or triple combination therapy. The other off-label dosing is in esophagitis. Uh, Once again, this is not going to be covered. So please refer to the most recent guidelines. But I did want to touch upon that the typical dosing is going to be around 880 micrograms per day. And that is in the tablet form, and it's swallowed in two divided doses, and that's done for a range of four to eight weeks. Now the mechanism of action and pharmacology. So quickly I wanted to mention that lower dosing of the furoate form is typically used, and that's due to having a higher binding affinity for the lungs glucocorticoid receptor in comparison to the propionate form. Um, I just wanted to note that because sometimes people wonder what is the difference between those two salt forms. So the mechanism of action for fluticasone is that it's a potent local vasoconstrictive and an anti-inflammatory corticosteroid. It takes advantage of the fluorocarbothioid ester linkage at the 17-carbon. So for the metabolism, this drug is hepatically metabolized through the CYP3A4 pathway. In terms of excretion, it is primarily fecal, and it's primarily as the parent drug and the metabolite. Less than 5% does get excreted, though, through the urine. The onset of action, the max benefit, is typically seen in greater than or equal to 1-2 to weeks. The time to peak is going to be between 0.5 to 1 hour. The half-life, specifically for the furoate inhalation products, that's going to be about 24 hours. The inhalation propionate salt forms, that is around 11 hours. And in terms to the protein binding for this drug, it's greater than 99%. Side Effects So in greater than 10% of patients, thrush will be experienced, as well as sinus infection, upper respiratory tract infection, throat irritation, nasal congestion, fatigue, malaise, and headache. Drug Interactions Fluticasone is a CYP3A4 substrate. Inhibitors may decrease the metabolism of CYP3A4 substrates, as well as it may increase serum concentrations of fluticasone. Tobacco smoked is a, a main thing to kind of watch for because it may decrease the effects of corticosteroids. Monitoring parameters. So it's important to monitor for oral candidiasis, which is thrush, as well as pulmonary function tests, such as FEV1 or peak flow. It's also important to test the patient's hepatic function, as well as check for glaucoma and cataracts. Patient Counseling Information So in terms of pregnancy, this drug can be detected in cord blood. There is a small risk of malformations that was seen in one study, but generally fluticasone is not associated with fetal malformations. ICSs is is still the recommended treatment of asthma during pregnancy. It's also important to let patients know that this is used to treat asthma as a maintenance therapy and it's not used to treat asthma attacks. Thanks for listening to Drug Cards Daily and remember to check out the show notes for additional links or go to drugcardsdaily.com to download a free PDF of the drug card sheet used for this episode. Thanks and take care.